Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, and this is a Weird Tales Revisited episode. So that means you've got me, Bob Shoy, as always, and joining me, as always, on these revisited episodes, Mr. Rick Dove. Hey, hello. And we've just been telling each other stories about shitty holidays, so we're in a great Rick, it's incredibly exciting that we happen to be recording today, of all days. Oh, do tell. Because Tiss informed me that today is the seven-year anniversary of Weird House. Hey! Oh, that's that's quite the auspicious date. Fantastic. I, I feel privileged. Amazing. So that gives listeners a peek behind the curtain, because we're actually getting this one recorded way in advance to cover my holiday later. So we're recording this on the 7th of July. So enjoy listening to it in possibly September. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know the boys don't listen back to them, uh, but congrats anyway, lads. Well done. You'll, you'll be surprised. Sometimes Beef listens back. So, uh, Beef, if you're listening, uh, not to not to Tiss, because he never listens back. By the way, I've, I've, so I've got to say that um, I was listening to one of your episodes recently where Tiss was talking about that rave that he goes to. Bang Face. Yeah, Bang Face. Yeah. Um, it turns out that's just down the road from me, because it's in Southport. Yes, of course, yeah. Because yeah. um, he said about going to the Lawnmower Museum and stuff, and that's in, that's in Southport, isn't it, yeah, one nearby? And, and now, oddly, like it sounds like the most boring thing, and I've driven past it before, but I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. He's having the desired effect that he wanted then for everyone to start going to the Lawnmower Museum. Share the love. You won't actually see me at Bangface, but you might catch me at the Lawnmower Museum. No. Well, maybe next year, Rick. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, so what are we talking about on this episode of Revisited, Rick? So, well, holidays kind of ties in with it slightly in a very tenuous way because we are covering the Denver International Airport and its many, many conspiracy theories. Yes, and this was originally um, briefly discussed as part of Tiss's New World Order slash Reptilians episode way back on episode 20. Um, and I usually listen back to the old episodes to prepare for these, but I haven't got around to it on this one. Um, I don't know if it's a bit of a stigma because I remember at the time, I've never listened back to that one because at the time we felt like it was a really weak episode. Mm. We felt like this is the worst episode we've done. 
And so in my head, it's always like, oh yeah, the worst episode we ever did. I'm sure we've done worse ones since then. And I've even had listeners saying, yeah, I found you on the New World Order episode, loved it. So people like all sorts. Uh, but for, in, in my memory, it sticks out as a bad one. So it'd be interesting to cover this. Um, and I'll probably listen back to it after to see how much we're repeating ourselves. But um, I, I feel like in, in the revisited episodes, at least, the New World Order has come up a hell of a lot. I've yeah, mentioned it, it quite a few times. It, and it's going to come up again today as part of the uh, Denver Airport episode. <laughs> Um, so like you said, there are plenty of conspiracies surrounding this airport. Mm. And what's surprising about that is it's not even that old. It was built in 1995. So yeah, that, that surprised me. Yeah. Me too. I did not realise until looking into it for this episode at the weekend that it was that new. It's amazing that somewhere that new, something that new can have so many conspiracies around it. But it's, it started even at its construction didn't it? Because yes. the, the sheer size of it alone. I mean, it's 118.2 kilometers or 73 wow. miles squared. It is twice the size of Manhattan Island. Yes, that's all I, all I have for scale here is two times the size of Manhattan. Yeah, and it, it is still the uh, still the second biggest airport in, in the world, and it's got the longest public use runway in North America and the seventh longest runway in the world. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know it was the second biggest in the world. What's the What's the biggest? I, you know what? I didn't look. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know I'm it's the. Well, I've got. I know it's the biggest in America. I don't know. So this the biggest. The biggest must must not be in America, but it's um yeah it's a big old place. And also, the controversial thing about it was the the cost of it. It was already like ludicrously expensive, and then it went over budget by just a little bit, two billion dollars. Mm. Yeah, for, for for a whopping total of four point eight billion dollars, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And the other, the really weird thing about it is the airport it replaced because it replaced the Stapleton International Airport, and. <laughs> The Denver International Airport is 25 miles or 40 kilometers driving distance from downtown Denver, which is 19 miles further away than the former Stapleton Airport ever was. <laughs> it's, it's in fact closer to the city of Aurora than it is to Denver. So all of the services and stuff for the airport and all the hotels are in Aurora rather than Denver, even though it's the Denver International Airport. Yes, it's a bit like um, Luton, London Luton Airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just bollocks. <laughs> I always, I always laugh at the idea because that used to be my most local airport, and mm. I always laugh at the idea of people coming into um, coming to visit England for the first time. Like, right, I'm in London and getting out in, in yeah. Luton oh. and thinking, oh, this is this London? It's really different. It's like an hour's drive away. It's, it's so far. It's such so a tenuous far. claim. Yeah. Uh. Um, so we're gonna. I guess I just. I guess we're just gonna go through these conspiracies um yeah one by one. I'd, I'd probably say that the best one to start off with is because he's because he's right smack by, oh, by the entrance go for. is uh is is their marvelous sculpture of uh of a giant 36 foot anatomically correct blue mustang uh who's lovingly been given the nickname blucifer yeah, he is uh, is wreathed in red veins. Um, is a uh, color of like electric blue, and at night his eyes glow a menacing red, yeah. just like your average airport sculpture. You know what? I read loads about this sculpture before I saw a picture of it, so I was mm. making all my notes. Okay, well, I don't I don't know why it sounds so insane because it was um, commissioned the artist um, Luis Jimenez. 
Louis mm. Jimenez. Um, and the, the sculpture's called Mustang. And the point of it was that it was supposed to be a symbol of the Wild West. So I was like, well, this from just the sound of it, I was thinking, well, it's a big horse rising up. It's supposed people blowing this out of proportion. And then when I saw a picture of it, I was like, yeah, that just looks like a big demon. <laughs> it, it looks does. like one of the four horses of the apocalypse. Yes, it's like up on its hind legs and those eyes yeah. at night as well. Like t- To me, it looks like something that Dr. Krieger from Arch would spray paint on his van. If you yes. never watched that. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's it's got quite a dark tail as well, because during its construction, a chunk of it actually fell off and killed the artist, Louis Jimenez, as you said. Yeah. Um, and I, I've read a couple of sources. One said it fell on him and he was crushed, and another said he was impaled by it and oh, bled to death. I've got I've got another one. Oh. Um, maybe it could be to do with the Im- impaling, but um, basically a piece of the head broke off um, and caught his leg and severed his artery. And Oof. that's that's apparently what what killed him from what I read, but I didn't know there was different versions of the story. It's got some proper like folklore behind him. I like yeah. it. Yeah, which is mad. Like we said, this is this is pretty recent. Um, the sculpture was 2006. So that's mm. how recent that sculpture is. 2006, and um, there's already folklore around it. And, and but it's it's it just even in isolation, it's such a mental piece of artwork to put right yeah. outside an airport. Like if it was a normal coloured horse I might understand it but it's just this whopping great electric blue and I've got to say it's got a massive cock and balls as well <laughs> <laughs> when they say anatomically correct it really is like he's even sculpted <laughs> a butthole on this thing it's yeah it's insane it's insane it's um it's striking yeah um and you know what when I saw it after the shark I did kind of part of me was like fair enough like they went hard. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's brave. It's a brave piece of work. <laughs> I, I kind of wish that my nearest airport had something like a giant mothman or something, just something that insane out the front of it. But yeah, Blucifer, like you said, this humongous um, 9,000 pound creature. Because of the look of it and the folklore surrounding it and the fact that it killed its creator. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like Frankenstein. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's all these rumours that people say this is cursed. This is a cursed piece of art. and Well, amongst many other strange pieces of art <laughs> around the location as well. Yeah, the the artwork at the airport sits kind of core to a lot of the conspiracies. It's yeah, I've kind of got my own section for like strange art. Me too. <laughs> that's yeah. amongst it. Yeah, but the eyes. You said the eyes glow bright red, and when I read it, I was like, okay, it's got red eyes. So what? When again, when I saw the picture, they really do glow. Yeah, piercing it's like, bright. It's like lights. It's it's intense. It's really intense. And if you look up a picture of it at night, and especially when you see it in like misty weather, it looks absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Well, they. I saw a thing where they asked uh, Jimenez, like, "What's with the eyes?" Basically, and um, he said that he it could have been any, any color. It wasn't intentionally supposed to be like a demonic red. He just wanted neon to use neon as a hmm. tribute to his father, who spent his whole life working on neon signs. So he wanted oh. to have an element of neon on the statue. And went for the eyes, and then you know, of all the colors, he's like, "I'll oh, just do red." There was no rhyme or reason for it, and then. He was like, oh, maybe I should have chosen a different colour because everyone thinks this is, like, demonic now. I mean, t- to be fair, he couldn't really have made it look any more evil unless he'd painted it black. Yeah. Because yeah. it's proper vicious looking. Yeah, it is. 
Um, so yeah, that's Blucifer or a Mustang, as the as the proper name is. Yeah, the crazy, cursed, thirty-two foot horse statue. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that leads us kind of neatly into all the other artworks as well. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go through them. I mean, kind of think of putting that up front is is great because it's it's like you're entering the airport, you're entering the episode by Lucifer as you would as you, if you were really entering Denver Airport. That's it. Yeah, and now we'll, we'll take you on a tour of of the art. Yeah. So um, tell me about. <laughs> well, I I guess I was going to let you choose which one we go for next in terms of art. Well, there's there's a few pieces, but they they're all so weird, uh, and they they depict some really strange things. So the ones that I've seen, um, scenes like they're murals, so a, a, yeah. a good mixture of bits and bobs. But there's things in there like caged animals, fires, mm-hmm. humans suffering, burning buildings, and one of the most terrifying looking pieces is a guy who looks like a Nazi, like a full on yeah. Nazi soldier holding a sword with a gas mask and what looks like an AK-47. Mm. It's absolutely crazy. And the end of that sword looks to be stabbing um, a dove. Yeah. The symbol yeah. of peace. Yeah. <laughs> so um, oh, also also in the murals, there are children in coffins. So oh, Christ, I missed is, that bit. This is on the walls of the, of, a, of an airport, so it's incredibly strange. These are murals by the artist uh, Leo Tanguma, and uh, there's there's two pieces that go together, but uh, between them sort of depict what me and Rick have just been talking about. But there's Children of the World Dream of Peace, and that's the one that's got the, the the Nazi soldier in, isn't it? Yes. And then the other one is In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And they sat, the names even sound yeah. creepy to me. That's exactly what I was going to say. The, the names are complete juxtaposition as to what's actually in the murals. Like It, yeah. it makes them even more creepy because they sound like they're going to be nice and sort of you know lovey-dovey, a little bit sort of hippie. But it, the content is terrifying. I'd tell any listener just to go and have a look because you need to see it to believe it. They're definitely worth looking at. They are... Extreme. When you say, "Oh, a Nazi-looking guy in a gas mask wielding a sword," that's the the main big focal point in the middle of this huge mu- mural. Yeah, yeah, it's not a subtle element, <laughs> which is a strange choice. I'm wondering when they commissioned this guy to do these murals. When he put them up, they were thinking, "What the fuck is this?" Do you know what I mean? But then, but then someone greenlit that. And went, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's odd. Um, over in between the pictures, they basically are depictions of apocalypse and end of society. This is what people read into them. I think the intention is that we're moving. Oh, the intention of the pieces, from what I can gather, is that we are moving towards positivity. It's mm. like a depictions of atrocities, and we're putting it behind us. Because if you read from right to left. Um, the left-hand side of these murals is a rainbow. So yeah. after reading that bit, I, I looked at them again. And I was like, that rainbow is pretty small compared to the giant sword-wielding Nazi. <laughs> yeah, because it makes it look like the, the piece is very far away. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, we've got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you'd think like all that other stuff in the past would be like the sort of smaller elements and we're sort of building yes, up exactly. to like the love and the, and the good parts of it. But it's, it is quite horrific you would think it would be the big rainbow and all the positivity and if you if you really really need to depict nazis on this mural in the middle of this brand new airport put make them small not not the main focal point they're very jarring they're really odd 
Um, and I was just kind of shocked when I saw them thinking, this is the mural you're putting in the middle of a brand new airport. It's not yeah. like it's a relic of the past. Well, it's depicting that, but it's not like it's an old mural in an old airport and you're like, well, they had a weird idea back then. Like we said, this, this place was built in 1995. Yeah. And I'd, so. I'd understand even if it was part of like something that was going to be updated frequently, you know, different local artists coming in. But this is like, uh, this has been there since day dot. And I don't know if you if you saw this, but there was a very, another mysterious element to this is in on the floor the inlays on the floor near these um have have the letters au and ag no that didn't come up right so these are there's there's dispute over to what these are so this is mysterious right um, AU's the chemical symbol for gold isn't it there you go so this is what people say the real world answer is is um well they're the symbols for gold and silver Oh right, and it's um, the area has a big mining history. Hmm. So it feels like they've put loads of little weird hidden Easter eggs around this place, and then yeah. they're wondering why people find it mysterious and like why they're like there's hidden clues around. But the other thing is um, the conspiracy side of the AUAG thing is that people say that these represent a strain of um, hepatitis. Jesus and. They're, they're, this airport with all its extra space and stuff that we're going to come to later with the mm. well there's a bit a lot of extra space at this place um they're saying it's potentially a hub for biological warfare <laughs> and um they're creating a biological weapon with this um strain of hepatitis i don't know why they would show their hand and like let's just tell them but not tell them by putting it's the, the symbols it? yeah <laughs> it's it's a bit odd but that i love the conspiracy like i love when conspiracies go really like bonkers oh yeah um it, it is like a detective game like you're playing a video game and there's little clues hidden around this airport to the bigger conspiracy that's exactly how i was looking at it yeah yeah, yeah. like oh huh, that's strange <laughs> yeah i would i mean i would love that um it's like um, it's like an X Files crossed with La Noire. <laughs> I, w- I would play the shit out of it's that because so the idea of exploring like the main terminal and then yeah. like, being able to get access to the back rooms. Me, me, just vocalizing X Files crossed with La Noire. Was, I didn't even think of it before I said it. It just naturally came out of me, and as soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh God, I hope I like will that into existence somewhere because <laughs> I want to play that." Please. <laughs> <laughs> So something something I did kind of like about the um, about the conspiracies about the murals is um, it, there's a Family Guy episode uh, for, for for reference for listeners it's uh, season eighteen episode seventeen and it's towards the end there's there's a character called the conspiracy theory fly I think his name is right and he sings a, a song about various conspiracy theories and he mentions the murals in um, Denver Airport being made by the Illuminati. I'm sure you could probably find a little clip to, to shove in. Yeah, I can put that I can put that in somewhere. And who am I, a conspiracy fly? Did you know NASA means deceive in Hebrew? I did not. The Denver airport was built by the Illuminati. And they they, they also made light of all this as well, which I found quite funny. Um, yeah. I you saw the gargoyle. Um, okay, they, that was actually what I was going to go on to next because oh, cool. the gargoyle is in my art section. Mm. So um, there is a gargoyle there. Um, in the baggage claim area, there's a gargoyle that was there when it was constructed, which people found kind of odd. Yeah. Um, and it looks over baggage claim, and the piece is called Notre Denver uh, by Terry Allen. And 
all it is is like a little bit of a joke. It feels like they're having way too much fun building this place. It's probably why it went over budget. They're like, oh, I'll put that in. This would be funny. They're putting all these little like gags in everywhere and they're wondering why people found it strange. But there is um, gargoyles were traditionally placed on buildings for protection. So they put a gargoyle in the baggage claim area on the wall um, just to oversee people's baggage, the safe arrival of baggage. But people obviously saw it as a bit strange and evil. But yeah, go on. What did they do in 2019? Yeah, so um, they unveiled an animated talking gargoyle in the middle of one of the concourses. And the gargoyle interacts with the passengers and makes jokes about conspiracy theories connected oh, to the airport. I didn't know it did the jokes about the conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, once again, I'm sure you could probably find a clip. Uh, there's there's one that's quite prominent if you search for it on YouTube. And it is hilarious. It's, it's really quite good. I'm going to put that clip in now. I'm going to find it. What, you've never seen a talking gargoyle before? Welcome to Illuminati headquarters. I mean, Denver International Airport. <laughs> this is awesome. Hello. Do I know you? Are you hungry? Oh, I'm starving. You got anything for me? Those flowers look delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh it's because of the conspiracy. Oh, it's because of the conspiracy. Look at me. I'm a little know-it-all. Will you get back over here? I got a question about this conspiracy. Did you have to buy an extra seat for your hat, sir? Do you have a favorite animal or pet? A caterpillar. A caterpillar? Wouldn't you rather have a gargoyle? No! Yes! You know, you can actually put the phone down and have a conversation with me. But no, I'm a millennial. I've got to post it. I've got to snap face it and Twitter book it. <laughs> guess what my favorite food is. What? No, I want you to guess. Uh, cumin? Cumin, yes, I love cumin. <gasps> Oh, I thought you said cumin. I'm a real big spice guy. How old are you? Well, 243 years old now. I look good for my age, don't I? Yeah, work out. All the time. You should see my squats. But that was part of the 2019, all that, there about that era of uh, the airport sort of trying to embrace the weird conspiracies. Yes, they did conspiracy tours for a while there as well. Taking people around all of the different things that had uh, had the light shone on them and we're, and we're talking about them, just making light of it. And I heard they're going to do some more of those. I read a thing where it's like they're going to do some more. We'll come to the bunkers and stuff, but they're thinking of doing t- like underground tours there as well. And yeah, but um, they, they did all have all sorts of posters. And when, even when areas were under construction in 2019, when they were doing some expanding, if they need to do any expanding in the airport. Um, the posters were like, you know, construction, and it would be like, uh, construction, or are we hiding something? It would be like all the advertising posters around the airport in that era were like very much leaning into the conspiracies. Mm. Like, is that deflecting being part of the joke and actually hiding the real conspiracy, or is that, I don't know. Something that I did read, and I've not been able to find too many sources to verify it, but apparently 1% of the construction budget for the airport was put towards public works of art specifically for the airport right so you know if 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 it was the full 4.2 billion over budget that's that's 42 million dollars that would have been put aside and but even on you know even if it was the the the, the two bill that's still 20 million dollars that have been set aside purely for artwork so it's not like they were they were hurting for all this and it's it's been earmarked intentionally yeah so there's a, a lot of strange art around the place i'm gonna chuck in something that i found kind of tenuous now hmm. the runway the shape of the runway yes do you know yes. that i'm yeah. glad you brought that up yeah so if you look at the runways from above like a bird's eye down look down at the airport the runways some people say 
are in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> and they kind of are. A bit, yeah. They kind of are. Like, one bit's a little bit shorter than the others. But, I don't know, I found it kind of tenuous. I was just like, to what end? Yeah. And I couldn't find anything on that that was like a little bit more meaty than like... And also... The runway is like a swastika. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. no links to anything. And all no. the information I've found is it just says that it's not a typical runway configuration. And all the all the reps say is they're designed so they can be used simultaneously no matter the weather conditions, which does make sense. It's because yeah. the runways overlap. But apparently the airport calls it a pinwheel configuration. Right, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, calling it a swastika configuration probably isn't very good for PR. <laughs> I mean, by, that, by this time, they've got that big Mustang and everything. They might as well lean into it. Like. <laughs> lean into it, yeah. yeah. We call this the swastika configuration. Uh, we're trying to bring it back. <laughs> trying to reclaim it. The, um, yeah, so that, that's just one of them things where if that was on its own, I, don't, I think you'd be like, oh, that's a bit odd. Hmm. I think people when you take more notice of it when they pair it with all the other weird stuff. Yeah, at the airport, like alongside the weird Nazi <laughs> images <laughs> that are inside. Actually, yeah. when, you, when you pair it with the big Nazi mural <laughs> stabbing the dove of peace, it's kind of more more fishy. Yeah, the thing is, though, like I, I've seen other like Nazi construction uh, bits in in other media. Like I think I think I've seen a couple of military buildings, blocks of flats, and you know, office buildings that have accidentally been built like swastikas right. the only one that i did see that was legit is there is a forest in germany that was planted by the nazis in the shape of a swastika oh wow yeah and they they discovered that when they started doing uh aerial photography those nazis they did some yeah. uh kooky stuff <laughs> to say the least you know what i'm not i know i don't like nazis obviously no, why not? To <laughs> where it go? This sounds like I'm going to start come out as like a sympathizer or something. No, but um, I do kind of have a soft spot for the crazy shit they did, where they went like looking for Bigfoot and stuff like that, and cr- trying to build time machines. Yeah, um, like the Glocker and things there. like that. Yeah, because yeah. when, when you're talking about like uh, the, the UFO construction as well, allegedly yeah. that was a thing, and you know, searching for the Spear of Destiny. Yeah, uh, if you believe all certain that sources. Stuff. Because apparently they had a whole arm of the SS that was into the occult and trying to find these artifacts to bring the Germans more power. There was. Yeah, Adolf was well interested in it. Mm -hmm. Well, meth will do that to a man. He did have have his own little side branch just delving into that stuff. Um, And it's definitely, definitely, we've been saying it for seven years now. That is an episode that one of us needs to do at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, the problem is when you get episodes like that, they don't get done because none of us wants to do it. We don't want to do the research. We want someone to tell us some weird shit. So <laughs> I want one of the other guys to do all the research and tell me all the weird stuff. But eventually, like, one of us will cave and we'll, we'll do that weird Nazi episode. It has to be done, yes. Just try not to quote all those shitty um, History Channel documentaries on Nazi UFOs, because, my God. We've got to play some clips. Yeah, that's true. They always talk about that same thing, though. There's, like, there's like this ring of stones, and uh, they always talk about how a Nazi flying saucer was built on these stones. I've seen I, that so many I haven't times. seen that, to be honest. I have not seen the Nazi flying saucer built oh, on stones. I've seen too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> Late night Rick, sat there watching over. telly. <laughs> <laughs> right, talking of uh, weird organisations, who mm. built the um, airport? 
Right. Well, if um, if you have a read of the dedication capstone that can be found in the main terminal, um, not only does it have a Masonic symbol with a, the letter G plastered in the middle, but it says that the airport uh, was built by the New World Airport Commission. I've never heard of them. Who are they? <laughs> Good question. And if you Google them, <laughs> you can't find fucking anything about them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, interesting that they have the words "new world" in their uh, <laughs> yeah. In now, their s- some people said that because that some of the conspiracies were allegedly popping up before the airport was even finished, and I couldn't find any evidence of that. That it was just the airport messing with people from day dot. But right. it just seems really, really shady. <laughs> so if you, it's almost like an umbrella though. If you search some of the companies that are part of that or were listed, you can find them. So you hmm. can find there's a metal company that's apparently was part of this New World Airport Commission. There's an architecture firm. There's different stuff. Some of them you can find if you really dig. And it's one of the other things that was they basically just made like an umbrella name for everything kind of at the last minute. Like let's just, instead of listing all the companies, we'll just make this umbrella heading that covers all the companies. Hmm. But they just kind of made it up at the end. But again, it's a bit suspicious, isn't it? It's all these things like, oh, if it was one of these things, it's just that all of them are in the same airport. Like, well, yeah, they, they meant it to be like this, but people took it the wrong way. They meant it to be like that. So yeah, the New World Airport Commission don't exist. Um, but And the, the Freemason symbol was, when asked about it, they just said, well, yeah, it was made by the Masons. They made yeah. that capstone. Yeah. I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories around the Masons. And and personally, I don't really buy into any of them. I think it's just like an old school gentleman's club where people try and get each other ahead in business. And because it's related to some kooky stuff. They definitely have a lot of secrets and they keep each other's secrets. But I don't think there's... People link them to the New World Order and the Illuminati. Illuminati, I I think they're not that big fish. They're big fish, but they're not that bigger fish. They're not what people say they are, yeah. I, th- I think they kind of like the, the mystery of their organisation, but it's like they say, like, you know, if um, if you want to be one, ask. Like, you can literally talk to anyone oh, yeah. you know is a mason or wearing a ring, and I, I think the rules are, as long as you believe in a higher power, you're allowed to join, and I'm not sure if even that's relevant anymore either. That was the last time I, I looked into it. Interesting. I hinted... Um... A little while ago on one of the Weird Tales episodes that I know someone who was getting involved with the Masons. Oh, really? And uh, Beef also did. And um, we had some stuff that we can't really talk about on the show. Mm. Um, but it is true, all like, the secret handshakes and the, all that stuff. That's all, that is all part of it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all a bit, bit weird. Yeah, and the different degrees of it as well. Because it's like, I think it's 33 degrees of masonry, which is like the, the levels you can attain in it. So mm. yeah, there's, there's a lot of mystery. You work your way up those ranks, like Scientology. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine you probably have to pay for it. Yeah, it's more than likely. But they, they get each other work and they, yeah. It's, you have to do a certain amount of charitable work as well, I think. You do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I used to live up in... Um, I want to keep this vague just in case this ever happens to be listened to by this guy because he was fucking terrifying. I, I used to live in a major uh, city in Scotland. And right. when I worked there, it was back when I used to smoke, I used to go outside and smoke on my lunch break. And there was this guy there, was this huge Scotsman. And we got to chat and he was a really nice guy. He seemed very severe, but really quite friendly. And then one day I got to chat with him about a tattoo that I'd seen on him because I'd just got like my second 
And he goes off on this story about how he used to be in the Hell's Angels and how he shot people. And like the stories he told me, like he used to be a real piece of work. And he was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I screwed my head on when I met this guy and he introduced me to the Masons. And ever since then, I've just been on the up and up. And whenever I think of the Masons, I just think of this violent Scottish man talking about his sawn-off shotgun. Well, they did all right by him. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're not all bad. Um, But that capstone is over a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah, I've not been able to find anything on the contents of that capsule. Did you find anything? I've got some of the contents, yeah. I found... So the the capsule is due to be opened in 2094. Hmm. And these are some of the contents um, from a few different places, listed different things. They're not very interesting. And I'm sure there's conspiracy saying that more mysterious things are actually buried in there. But what I've got um, is uh, coins, assigned baseball, casino tokens, uh, the mayor's sneakers, uh, the Colorado flag, the opening day newspapers of the airport, and a credit card. That's horrifically boring. It's so dumb. I wonder whose credit card it is. Somebody yeah, I don't know. It was like, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I found that odd. There was no, they didn't elaborate on what that credit card was. It just said, <laughs> and a credit, a credit card. card. Yeah, and that's from that's uh, made up from a couple of different sources that had different things listed. So hmm. um, all of them or none of them or some of them and more could be true or not. Or it could be something much more nefarious. I, I hope it is because that is all horribly mundane. Imagine opening that up and just going, oh. Yeah, I waited a hundred years for this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's around this uh, capstone as well. There's some strange markings, and there's also these strange markings to be found. Again, it's like this uh, video game that we're dreaming of: markings hidden around the airport, clues potentially mm. that people have uh, guessed are an alien language. Maybe. Uh, did you read anything about these? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Okay, so these um, strange markings—they're actually uh, characters of the Navajo language, oh. and also references to other airport artists. Apparently, they're like little references to the Navajo and to other artists. Oh, okay. So that—that's it. There's people were saying, "Oh, it's alien. Uh, it's alien. Secret alien language. A secret messages carved around." Because some of them are near this capstone, and there's some others around the airport as well. I think the trouble is that the ball is rolling on conspiracy theories. Yeah. So anything slightly out of place is instantly another brick. It's just like, oh, another one, another strange thing, another strange thing. It's mm. almost like they did do it intentionally. Like these, like we said before, these weird little in-jokes and Easter eggs just all over this place. Yeah. No wonder it went over budget because all these little things cost more and more and more. You think it's a cute little gag, but it's more money. It's spiralled. <laughs> I kind of appreciate it, though. I you, they must have had a right laugh building that, though. Yeah, I kind of appreciate all these. Like, I want to go into, you know, Tesco's and find some weird, you know, whoever made that branch of Tesco's hidden some weird stuff around. It's, yeah, like like pulling on a thread and off you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's it called? Have you ever come across... Um, I found this on YouTube a while ago on a bit of a, a deep dive. It popped up as a recommended. Um, it's, it's an attraction in Las Vegas called Omega Mart. 
You ever seen this? The name rings about. What is that? Yeah, it's like um, it's set up to be like a supermarket, and all the adverts that they do, they're like really weird products. And it's it's like a it's like a like an like an art slash experience when you go there. And it's one of those things where you can basically tug on threads and end up finding like secret hidden rooms and tunnels. Mm. And so it's like a mad art project. And I really really want to go to a Mega Mart. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, their, their tagline is, you have no idea what's in store for you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like that. So yeah, like the, these little hidden things, it reminds me of, um, I've probably mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but in Weymouth, there's an old fort that you could visit mm. called the Noth Fort, which has a famous uh, Weymouth ghost called uh, the Whistling Gunner. And uh, around this fort, there are mice. The The people who work there hide these little mice all over the place and when i was a kid i used to love you hunt the mice and you tell the woman at the gift shop how many mice you found and they give you a certificate saying i found all the mice and i believe the count is such and such but also it's good because it helped me um learn about you know the gunners and the war and all the stuff that went on there and the, Mm. the medical care because i'm learning about it listening about it but i'm really looking for the mice but it's it's seeping in so that's what it reminds me of the mice of the north for any really uh, cool. any weymouth listeners we went there um, only a, i hadn't been there since i was a kid but me and my brothers and a couple of my cousins when we was down there for like a big family gathering a couple of years ago we um we all said let's go to the north fort so we took it really seriously and like scoured the building for these mice <laughs> <laughs> in my 30s looking for them all and it was great fun but did you get your certificate? I did. Uh, yes. I, made my, I made my brother go and get his certificate as well. And he was like, I'm not going up. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been like 17 at the time. Yeah. Dude. Good fun. But yeah. Well, what else have we got? Throw something at me. I, probably probably the, the, the biggest piece is, uh, is the underground tunnels. Yeah. So this is what we've been building up to, I suppose. Because the rest of my notes are all to do with the tunnels. Mine too. Bunkers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and this is this is the one that gets a lot of people's juices flowing because obviously I mentioned the the sheer size of this earlier, and when you think of an airport, you just think of like the surface area, but they obviously have all the service tunnels underneath and everything um, that keep it running. Some of them have the underground rail systems as well, yep. and Denver Airport has allegedly an absolute sprawling complex underneath yep. and some interesting conspiracies that surround it as well. Yeah. Um... And they they do have the regular stuff you'd expect. There is like a tram that runs between the concourses and all this stuff mm. running mm. underneath. But it is vast, um, yeah. this network. Um, and a, a strange... This is already fishy. So originally they planned it to have this um, automated baggage system that ran in the underground tunnels. And it was a complete failure. And they just stopped using it. Well, they didn't, use, they didn't even use it, really. Mm. Uh, it never got used properly. And they just left it and never, oh, well. But the thing that makes people go, well, this is really odd, is that would have been incredibly expensive. Yeah, like millions. Yeah. yeah. And they just abandoned it very quickly and very easily. So huh. it's almost like there was a reason for building this. Oh, yeah, we're building this for um, an automated baggage system. Oh, well, it didn't work. Is that really why they built it? They, the fact that they abandoned it so easy, something that was so expensive, it would have been very useful um a lot of people find that very fishy yeah very but the uh the conspiracy theories on it that i found get very interesting the yeah. 
the biggest one is um, I read that a former airport construction worker claimed that the reason that the airport was so far behind schedule and so far over budget is that they built five underground multi-story buildings beneath the airport. Um, he then went on to claim that there's also a complex network of tunnels beneath the airport connecting uh, all these buildings together along with other facilities as well. And the uh, the alleged uses of these buildings and uh, the, the theories around those are numerous. That's interesting because there's two ways to look at those buildings. Um, if those buildings are real and they're both to do with conspiracies but for completely different ends of the conspiracy spectrum. So you've got one where they've there's these hidden buildings underground and they have, they're storing all sorts of stuff. The other side of that conspiracy is actually they completely fucked up these buildings and then they buried them, like to oh. cover them up, to because it was misused funds. So they built this on top of them to not come clean about that these buildings they were a total fuck up, and they cost a fortune. And um, yeah, it was a misuse of funds. So wow. there's there's two ends of a conspiracy that are both kind of juicy for complete. One's kind of actually believable, and uh, well. I guess depending on what these hidden buildings have in them, they could both be believable, but for completely different reasons. There's mm. either a massive like misuse funds cover up, or hidden buildings where who knows what's being stored or kept or whatever in there. Yeah, so some of the uses that that I saw uh, people claim is uh, so some say it's the headquarters of the New World Order. Uh, yes, ties in with all of the artwork. Um, other people say they're the bunkers built for the apocalypse, the end of days, to uh, store like all of the, the the rich and famous and powerful of the world, well, of at least America. And, and before you continue, just mm. if if you there's there's these huge bunkers under there as well. It's not just the buildings; there's bunkers. So regardless of whether you buy into the buildings, there's still these there's still bunkers as well. Yeah. So pick and choose whether you want these things to be happening in those buildings or in these bunkers. But yeah, yeah, carry on. But th- that one also ties in with the the air, the uh, size of the longest runway as well, because that means that basically any military large aircraft could come and land there, you know, like proper military cargo planes, mm-hmm. as, as well as fighters as well. That you know anything that needs like a a, a long stop on there, generally military cargo. But it, it it does tie in with the fact that it might be built that long on purpose to ferry in supplies in the event of. Uh, the apocalypse yeah yeah probably probably the 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 creepiest one that i've seen and it ties into a couple of the other bits is uh people saying that it's a fema base or the federal emergency management agency base um and that they're using it as a concentration camp uh to be used when the new world order rises Wow, I did yes. not have that one. Wow, yeah, that's... that one's that one's fucked. And, and FEMA itself is a is a very interesting one. They've uh, they've been tied into numerous conspiracy theories. Um, one of the ones that I've seen, which is actually very true, is they keep huge supplies of plastic coffins at warehouses across America in case yeah. of uh, events. And that's that's creepy in itself. Uh, I think I think we've the coffins have come up on the show sometime before for some reason. I think Tiss talked about oh. one episode. Yeah. Um, but the the there are contractors who have said like yeah no we we've seen these bunker entrances we we've we've seen um, I don't know if this is on record but they've said they've seen entrances to secret bunkers and stuff under there. Mm. The other thing is that to go in the alien direction, people say that you know aliens are stored under there, 
Mm. Uh, either as they're stored there, like for analysis, or they're hiding this race of lizard people that are hiding down there, waiting to um, come up. Um, and there's even uh, alien pictures on the walls that have been spotted down there by most likely workers fucking around mm. in the tunnels. Because there was a, a famous... Um, and I couldn't find an image or video of this anywhere. Uh, but I heard, I saw this referenced on a few different websites that there was some security footage which showed a lizard-looking creature run down these, these tunnels. Oh, wow. Cool. But then apparently it was a, a worker wearing a lizard mask as a prank because of, because of the stories. They were like winding up other staff members but you would wouldn't you if you worked there well you, you would. would but i just found it weird that i can't find that footage it's like delete it's like removed from the internet i can't find it anywhere hmm. so i don't know if the whole story is a prank or if it did happen and it was removed i don't know whatever but i can't apparently that's something but i couldn't find uh the image of that well listeners if you're on a little dive and you find anything chuck it over because we're always interested yeah definitely um, so yeah, secret government, all the different reasons for the the um, bunkers could be yeah, secret government meetings, like you said, the New World Order HQ, Illuminati HQ. What else have I got here? It's a um, post- post-apocalyptic bunker. Did you say that one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you said that one. Yeah, you did. And interestingly, tying into what you were saying about uh, aliens, uh, I-, I read that some people theorise that there's actually a spaceport underneath there, and uh, it's actually used for aliens that are coming to visit this planet interesting that they come and fly in and uh, there's there's areas they can get their ships in and they're actually stored underground interesting because there is also uh, rumors of an a secret underground runway there you go so uh that's where they're flying in from one too oh the other one i've got here i knew there was another thing i had um so some people said that these tunnels actually go way further than just the confines of the airport itself and some say that they go 90 miles to uh, the nearest military base. There's an underground link between the airport and the military base. Oh, wow. For some reason. Do you know which military base it is, by any chance? I don't. I don't. I didn't write the name of it down. Just, I'm just, I'm sorry, I just fired up Google Maps to have a, a little peek at it, because I know it said it's uh, kind of distant. And, yeah, I mean, looking at the images on, on Google Maps here, it really is kind of in the middle of a bunch of fields. I mean, there's there's some some stuff around but it, it does seem quite distant potentially bullshit the, the, they did say it's a 90 mile tunnel to the nearest military base so wherever 90 miles is from there i can see there's nearby interesting there's the colorado air and spaceport and the, which also houses the colorado army national guard armory so it's got a few interesting things that are in the region next weird tales trip i think Hell yeah. And by the way, I'm just looking at it now. The the whole swastika thing is... <laughs> it it looks more like when someone tries to draw a swastika and they draw it wrong. Yeah. It looks like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a bit... Ten- it's not quite... Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but it's not quite, is it? No, a little bit wonky. Yeah, I'm, I'm not finding uh, anything about military bases, but there is, there's quite a lot going on in the area. There's, mm. there's, there's a few military uh, bits and bobs based out of Denver, obviously. Um... Yeah, I mean, they'd probably say that the military base, if you couldn't find it, I'd say, well, no, it's underground. That's if it. There are conspiracy theories. There's always another conspiracy that can explain <laughs> the conspiracy from before. Oh, it might be that. Fort... Oh, no, there's, uh, there's Fort Morgan, but I think that's a town. Oh, well. Anyway, this would be super boring for the listeners, so I'm going to stop doing this. 
<laughs> that's why I edit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and that's that's what I have on the mysterious tunnels underneath the airport, the the potential bunkers or abandoned buildings and mm. all sorts of stuff going on under there. And like we said before, they are thinking of opening up some of these tunnels to tours to try and stop people and their stories, but you're never going to be able to tour the entire complex, are you? No, exactly. They'll only open up certain ones. Yeah. The, the, the thing that, that always bugs me about the theories like this, especially when it comes to the New World Order, is just it's it's how elusive the idea of the New World Order is. It's people mm. going, oh, what it is, it's when this one world government rises up. And it's like, well, is there any evidence of this whatsoever? It's like, no, 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 it's all, it's all done in the shadows. It's all done in the shadows. Yeah. Well, then I'm afraid there's not much for me to get my teeth into. Like, you can theorize that anything is in the shadows. And you can use it as an answer to anything. Yeah. Oh, it's a new world order. Any mysterious, any conspiracy. Yep. New world order. New world order in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it comes up so frequently, because it sounds mysterious. People love the idea of the sort of dark societies moving in the shadows. But realistically... Well, it's like every every time we cover something which is like a conspiracy or something like that, I do the rundown of what it could potentially be, and the last one is always like, oh, it's aliens. Yeah. Because that's the other one, get out of jail car, people do always go, well, it's aliens, isn't it? Yep. So they, they sort of fall in the same category. It's either aliens or the New World Order can be just a get out for any mysterious thing. There's so much of the sort of bits and bobs we cover, and I, I don't know if you ever played it back in the day. Did you ever play the game Deus Ex? Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. stuff like, you know, when you're talking about FEMA and bio-warfare, like, my, my mind instantly went to that game, because I think that handled conspiracy theories quite well, because that also plays into stuff like Aliens too. And yeah, so it's yeah. quite layered in the way that it handled it. I really enjoyed that series. Great. I love those games. They're great. Mm. For, for any listeners who were born after the year 2000, I'm talking about, like, the original. Yeah, I didn't mind the newer ones, but um, you can't top that original one. Nah, JC Denton, baby. <laughs> He's my guy. What a shame. So, um, Rick's recommendation of the week, go play the original Deus Ex. Yes, yes. There's some great mods for it out there as well. Get on ModDB. There's some really, really good shit. And it's available on Steam as well, may I add. I've actually got it on Steam. Me too. <laughs> I find myself <laughs> playing it at least once every couple of years. It's so good. Um, well, that's all. I think that's all the notes I've got for this yeah, one. That's, a, that's about all I've got on it, really. Um <laughs> It's an interesting one. A lot of it is quite woolly, but there's yeah. some slightly compelling stuff. It's a lot of minor things that come together to make exactly. a bigger question mark. That's what I was going to say. Any one of these things, well, that's a bit odd, but it's just that why, the reason people have latched onto this so much is that there's so many little things that all mm-hmm. add up. And when you're starting the experience with a giant blue demon horse, it, you know, it's, it's a fitting entrance to this weird building. Yeah, and listen seriously. Go and go and check it out. Look out. Look at the murals. Uh, look at Lucifer, and you'll see what we're talking about. There's, there's some weird stuff out there, and there's there's some cool videos like that talking gargoyles on about. So jump on YouTube and have a little peek. There's some really really cool stuff out there. And I don't know what because um, Tiss spoke to us about it on the episode twenty, and I don't know what twenty fifteen Bob and Beef thought to um, hearing about some of this stuff for the first time, but. I will have a dig through that old episode, and if there's any choice cuts, I'll drop them in. Yeah, go for right it. Right now. What do you think to that? Um, mixed. Mixed? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Enlighten me. Um, obviously, some of that was, like, blowing, blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Twisting my melon. Yeah. 
But then I started thinking rationally about halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous thing to do when talking about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, if you were part of the New World Order mm-hmm. and you built this mystery airport, mm. why would you post pictures about what your plans were all over it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much my reaction to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll, can, you can read it in a certain way. Mm. But why, one, why put those fucking murals in an airport? Yeah. If I was getting on a plane, I do not want to look at that before I get on it. Yeah. I've told you guys before, every time I get on a plane, uh-huh. I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> I don't want to look at death before I get on it. Yeah. But yeah, why would they, why would they tell the story of like the New World Order and these murals if we want it to be a secret? Also, I mean, let's, let's be honest, the AUAG thing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's gold and silver. That is gold and silver. Yeah. Mm. It, Okay, so, but it, it, again, this is, it comes back to my, the same problem that I have with all conspiracy theories mm. is that, and and she said it in the video, like, it's cold hard fact. No, it's, it's not, like, it's, it's not, you've made it up. And you, if you look at the murals, like, mm. obviously we'll put the video on the blog. When I was looking at the murals and she was explaining the meanings, I was thinking, well, that's what a mural's for, like... She was read. You're reading into it and saying this is exactly what it is. Like, well, yeah, it could no, be that. Isn't the but mural it's, just depicting World War Two? Well, that's how. That's what I thought. That's why I read it. It was obviously it. a Nazi. Yeah. Hmm. And it was yeah. And the peace coming after the yeah, you exactly. know yeah is and like people living together in harmony and giving into a German. Which is boy. exactly what happened. We're Give, still living in yeah. harmony after World War Two, aren't we? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> giving the stuff to a German boy as well. Yeah. That's relevant to the Nazi. I thing. think um, one thing I was thinking throughout the video um, is the Bible talks about this kind of stuff. Um, it talks about um, one world government. It talks about mm. um, you know there being us, basically there. Um, and some people read into it and think that there would be like one world currency and all that kind of stuff. And that is the kind of stuff they're talking about. Like you can read that online. There's and it's not conspiracy. It's you know it's it's evident. That you know some of the European countries and the Americans and you know the the Australians like Canadians are all all kind of realizing that there needs to be some kind of that's what the UN is essentially mm. obviously but but what I'm saying is that's very different and I think if there is going to be anything like that it wouldn't go further than them putting more power into the UN and making it a more united front than it already is and like making it more about the purpose of the world rather than different countries and so yeah it's when i first started watching it i was like well this is yeah. a bit weird the but- cold hard facts thing though some of it was cold hard fact the fact that they she said there's buildings underneath it and no one's saying what they're for but that's fact there are yeah, buildings yeah, and also yeah. like that to me there's certain aspects of it I'm like okay numerals yeah they're not going to advertise their plans or whatever but the buildings, that's fucking weird. Mm. Like they, like she said, and me and Tiss both work in construction, if they built something wrong, they're not going to bury it. No. They'll knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I thought, which, uh, you know, the, the video cracks on about is the uh, the layout of the runways. I mean, so it looks vaguely like a swastika. I mean, mm. you can't really, like... Why, the, who would be that blatant as well? It's like the fucking Legion of Doom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. And 
you know, let's be honest, if runways need to be put out that way, if that's the only way they can build a new airport and have the runway so that they're safe and fit all the regulations, that's yeah. the way they've got to do it. Well, you could just as easily say it's that Buddhism symbol, which is basically the swastika. Like, the other way yeah, around. The swastika yeah. is originally. Yeah, I saw yeah. it everywhere in Japan. Very interesting, though. I thought it was very interesting, yeah. but it, it's the same as every conspiracy theory where it's like, oh, the government are doing this. Well, it's like, let's be honest, if they did do that, if they did start to just like massacre millions of people, we would be powerless to do it anyway. I would mm. say 80% of it, I was like, piffle. The other 20%... Piffle. <laughs> piffle. The other 20%, I was like, that's genuinely weird. Yeah, mm. the buildings underground thing was weird. Um, yeah. I want to look into that a bit the further, though. The Queen's bought a house next to the Yeah, airport. that was weird. Kind of weird. People buying has she, though? Again, has yeah, she? exactly. Yeah, that's like, you can't tell. I want to see these facts. Underneath an alias. Well, anyone can do that. Anyone could buy something. Maybe it is just someone that's bought, you know. <laughs> Maybe someone else bought a house and they said, oh, it's just the Queen under an alias. Also, if, if the Queen wanted to find out more about it or like find out more about the airport, she wouldn't, she'd you know, that's not the way she'd do it. She'd tell us. I know the Queen. She wouldn't do it like that. Very interesting, notice. I liked that. It's a good video. I saw it a long time ago. But do you notice, though, that when me and Bob, um, I don't know if you saw, when we were watching the video, after about three minutes, we both looked at each other like, oh, yeah, man. This and, is then, cool. and then it went on. I was like, actually, this is It stupid. got less credible as it went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though some of the most credible stuff was near the end. With well, the, it's uh, just like, stuff. yeah, when I was watching it yesterday, because um, I haven't seen it for a long time, just the way that they're talking about the New World or, oh, there's... New World Order company and stuff, and it's like that, would they be I that just actually find that kind of weird though. On the plaque, when it was like funded by like the New World Airport Association or something, I was like, and she was like, "That's not an organization." I was like, "Why the fuck would they have that on a plaque if it's not a real thing?" Yeah, that's really weird. But was why would the, they leave breadcrumbs for us to like? No, exactly. That's the thing. That's that the thing. Bothers so me. What was it? The New Airport. I can't remember what it was Something. called. With the murals and everything, why would they be so blatant? Yeah, that, the murals, I'm just like... <laughs> and even, so weird even the people that survive, why would they want to see yeah. what they had to do to achieve utopia? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then it wouldn't be a utopia because of everything they'd have had to have done. Well, yeah, there'd be a guilty conscience about it. Obviously, killing... New World Airport Commission. Millions of people. You're going to feel a bit shit about it. Um, I'm going to look Unless at the New World Order are psychopaths, in which case they don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then all those people would have to be but psychopaths. But the thing is, if these are their plans, just fucking do it then. I mean, how, how long many years has everybody Well, give it a bit. That? I'm going to see Weezer in April. <laughs> <laughs> For what we like, eh? Back For. in 2015. Um, right. I can't really say what's coming up and what we're doing because I don't know when this episode's going to air. But um, if you want to get in contact with the show, listeners, you can do so. It's wtatupod at gmail.com if you want to email us directly. Or you can go on the website weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. You can contact through there as well. And you can find all the links to the different things if you want to buy merchandise or donate or all that stuff. Um, if you want to interact with us on social media you can find me on twitter uh holding the fort there the last man standing on twitter um i'm at bob shoy that's at b-o-b-s-h-o-y or you can find us on facebook um we get a lot of nice messages from people on facebook and we had lots of nice messages from people today um on the birthday of weird tales wishing us a happy seventh birthday so thanks for your listeners who did that and you can also go on my website. Sorry, I knew there was one more thing. You can go on bobshoy.com, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.com to see other shows I work on um, or have worked on in the past. And I think we're done. That's one. Brilliant. 
Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to like say something like, oh, and you're here, Rick, again on the internet, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll be around. I'll be around. I'm always in the yeah, back. I don't That's know somewhere. when this is airing. This is our one that's in the pocket. I so rarely get one like in the back pocket. I don't yeah. want to do it myself at the end. Hey, everyone, this is Bob, and I do actually know what is coming up in Weird Tales now, so I thought I'd jump in here and let you know. So this episode's actually going up a little bit earlier than we expected. And then for the rest of this run of episodes, uh, we're going to be doing a special series like we did um, for the third series last year. We did the uh, who we were, who we are, who we will be and the skepticism, the uh, season of skepticism. That's what we called it. This year, we're doing the Indiana Jones season. So for the next four episodes, we are going to be delving into the artifacts featured in the four Indiana Jones films so far and the real world artifacts that they're based on and the stories they're based on. So that's going to be for the next the next four episodes. So we all chose our films and uh, you're going to have beef hosting next time in two weeks time about the Ark of the Covenant from Raiders of the Lost Ark and all going well. That should uh, run every fortnight from now um we haven't actually recorded any of them yet and i'm away for the entirety of september so we need to um get that going but that's the plan i'm gonna let you know that's the plan i'm letting you in on it before we've even started so there we go that's that's the next four episodes now back to the close of this episode well, the, the same thing i always say stands listeners if you've got anything that you want me and bob to cover on revisited uh drop bob a message because we're always uh open to suggestions yeah, do that. I've had some really good suggestions, actually. So I've got a long list. So um, revisited won't be finishing anytime soon. So um, until next time, we're going to do the classic, classic conspiracy episode ending. Um, conspiracy. See you later. Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic. We're out. Yeah. Oof. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.